In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Isaiah 66, verses 18 through 24, where I'll ask the question, what is the point of all of this? Isaiah 66, verses 18 through 24 says, For I know their works and their thoughts, and the time is coming to gather all nations and tongues, and they shall come and see my glory. And I will set a sign among them, and from them I will send survivors to the nations, to Tarshish, Pool, and Lud, who draw the bow, and to Tubal and Javan, to the coastlands far away, that they have not heard my fame or seen my glory. And they shall declare my glory among the nations, and they shall bring all your brothers from all the nations as an offering to the Lord, on horses and in chariots and in litters and on mules and on dromedaries, to my holy mountain, Jerusalem, says the Lord, just as the Israelites bring their grain offering in a clean vessel to the house of the Lord. And some of them also I shall take for priests and for Levites, says the Lord. For as the new heavens and the new earth that I make shall remain before me, says the Lord, so shall your offspring and your name remain. From the new moon to new moon, and from Sabbath to Sabbath, all flesh shall come to worship before me, declares the Lord. And they shall go out and look on the dead bodies of the men who have rebelled against me. For their worm shall not die, their fire shall not be quenched, and they shall be an abomination to all flesh. In the last chapter of Isaiah, we see the promise of God to his people. We see this great grand promise that he is going to bring back all of his children from all over the world, from this great dispersion that is going to take place. He is going to bring them all back home. He's going to place them in Jerusalem, and he is going to keep his covenant promise. And all of this is going to glorify him above every other name. And this is a wondrous picture that we have after a rather bleak book in the prophecy of Isaiah. With all this in mind, here are three thoughts from Isaiah 66, verses 14 through 24, answering the question, what is the point of all this? Thought number one, God's glory. God's glory is going to be made manifest to all creation. That means everyone, everyone on the planet is going to see God in his glory, in his wonder, in his majesty. And this will be realized when his children, his covenant people are called back from all over the earth, from this great dispersion that takes place that was the punishment of God against their sinfulness. When they are brought back, God will be glorified. And they will all see that it is God, the creator of all things. He is the one that we ought to worship. He is the one that is deserving of all of our praise. In fact, our whole purpose in existence is to glorify God and to enjoy him forever. This great truth is something that's going to be realized, not just by the covenant people of God, but by all different sorts of people. And as they realize this and embrace it, they become a part of this glorious kingdom that the Lord has built. Thought number two, covenant kept. The Lord keeps his promises. And when the Lord brings back all of his people after this great dispersion, he is keeping the promise that he has made that, yes, they're going to suffer for a time. And yes, they will be defeated by their enemies, but they won't be destroyed. We have all these different people groups that are talked about in the Old Testament, and many of them are destroyed. And we don't have anything left from these groups of folks. They're utterly destroyed. But that is not what happens to the people of Israel. God's covenant people. They are preserved. His covenant people are preserved and they are brought back into relationship with him. 
Now, this is done partially when the exiles return, but it's done more fully through the return of Christ. In the return of Christ, we will see that all of the covenant children of God are brought into this worshiping family that come together to celebrate that God, in fact, keeps his covenants. He brings them about in accord with his divine purposes for creation. Thought number three, wickedness punished. At the end of the chapter, at the end of the book, the people are able to look out and see all of the bodies of the enemies of God. They are going to be utterly destroyed. They will be crushed beneath his mighty hand. The Lord will not allow wickedness to endure. And this is one of the great truths of the text of scripture that God is just and he is working out his ultimate justice in the world. And for a culture like ours that is so dialed in on the idea of justice, this should be a great comfort to us to know that God is ultimately going to set right all things. He's going to do so perfectly in accord with his divine will. So we can trust that the judgment that God brings upon the earth, that those who are dead at the end when this prophecy is fulfilled, they are justly crushed. And this wickedness that they have done, this rejection of the Lord, this refusal to esteem him as he ought to be esteemed, will ultimately be punished. The Lord will punish wickedness. And when he does, it is a demonstration of his justice. And that is a good thing. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Isaiah chapter 62 through 66. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of scripture together.